This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney Orlando resort, hotel, or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Vahidi Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is a very special episode, episode 100 of Enchanted Tiki Talk for September 20th, 2015. This is the Disney True Podcast story of Enchanted Tiki Talk, a show hatched by fate on Twitter. I'm David Benter, and on this episode, we'll explore how these three tiki birds have forged a brotherhood that has withstood the test of their first 100 episodes. So for a long time, I had wanted to get more involved in the Disney community. You know, after a number of years of listening to Disney podcasts, you know, from Inside the Magic to uh, Lou Mangiello's WDW uh, radio show, um, I, I just felt that I wanted to be able to express myself and my feelings and, and for my love of Disney. And, you know, I had I had guested on a couple uh, podcasts, you know, before that, before actually deciding to do um, a Disney podcast. And I wasn't really sure on how to go about it. So I spent a lot of time on YouTube trying to figure out the best way of going about it. But it wasn't something that I wanted to do alone. I, I wanted to be able to talk to other people since I didn't have too many. I, I didn't I shouldn't even say that. I didn't have really have any friends who were local to me that really loved Disney the way that I love Disney the way I enjoy Disney so I wanted to be able to do a podcast not on my own opinion but with other people's opinions so I was just looking for at least one other person to talk to about it and you know being I guess I was fairly new on Twitter and I, I felt you know I've been I've been going on Disney boards for so many years but I didn't develop a, a friendship with anybody on the Disney boards but I did on Twitter and I noticed that it was a lot easier to interact with people on Twitter so I spent more time on Twitter than I did on the boards and I um, met this guy um, he kind of creeped me out a little bit um, he went by uh, Chef Darth Chef uh, I, th- I don't remember anyway it was a long time ago in a galaxy far far away but um, turns out his name was Keith, and I had mentioned to him about wanting to start a Disney podcast. And I asked him, I said, hey, um, you Disney a Star Wars geek, would you be interested in, in starting a Disney podcast? Um, and I waited on bated breath to hear what his response was, and he finally decided, yeah, it's something I really would be interested in. But he thought, why not have somebody else come on? I had um, started like a blog and a website basically to just to have an outlet for his fandom and stuff that I had um, because I didn't really have any um, like family or friends who shared 
with the passion for Disney that I had. So I started, you know, like a blog and then a website. And then I was extremely uh, active in, on Twitter. And I had met just a ton of cool people. And Sean was one who, you know, we had, had talked um, quite a bit. So this one day he just like, sends a message and says, hey, uh, would you uh, like to start a podcast? And to be completely honest, it it scared me um, because with my own, you know, insecurities and um, my speech impediment, I was so much better on screen uh, than I was, you know, like talking. But I thought it over and so when I finally said, like, sure, let's give it a shot. It sounds like fun. But I think that we should have a third voice um, because, you know, I just felt that it was was better to spread it out and to bounce ideas and like opinions off of two people instead of one. So another person who, you know, I talked with uh, quite a bit was Alan and granted, we talked about her barbecue, I think a lot more than Disney, but... Um, I just, you know, kind of felt that he would be that good balance with Sean and I. Yeah, so I was the perfect puzzle piece, basically. I brought this crazy show together. No, that's not true. Um, yeah, Keith approached me and, and kind of, you know, I, I've told this, told this story several times before, but it just they asked me and I said, let me think about it. I'm going on vacation. Uh, and then I got back and I was just kind of part of the show. And it was... I was interested, but I was a little, I was a little leery. You know, there's so many great podcasts out there. Are we going to be able to bring something to the table that other people aren't already doing? Uh, you know, because if I'm going to do something, I want not that we have to be the best, but I want us to at least, you know, be good and and, and be something that people enjoy and you know, not just the same podcast again and again and again. So I was a little leery of it, uh, but cautiously optimistic and i said you know when i get back we'll we'll talk it over and i ended up just kind of joining up we recorded an episode and the rest is history now that the decision had been made it was time to form their new identities so I know for a while we were trying to come back, you know, with a show name and we had a hard time initially coming up with a show name. But um, on September 30th, 2013, I happened to write, uh, I don't know how it popped into my head, Enchanted Tiki Talk. And it just stuck because there was no other show out there with that name. And it just it just seemed pretty catchy. You know, I was a big fan of Adventureland anyway, and you know, the, the Enchanted Tiki Room was always a good idea, and it, and it seemed like to work well. You know, you're a podcast, you're talking, and um, you know, I'm a fan of the Polynesian and Tiki, so I just thought it was a great idea. Enchanted Tiki Talk was a just a like a brainstorming, we had bounced a ton of ideas like back and forth, and just none of them felt right. I can't explain why or why not. But uh, it just didn't. And then one day, Sean goes, hey, what about Enchanted Tiki Talk? And I kind of went, yeah, that's it. It's just we're all fans of the you know history of Disney and the parks. And the Tiki Room is such a big part of that um, that it just fit. As soon as he said it, I knew. Enchanted Tiki Talk, it was. 
I think the, the thing I liked the most about the name was, I mean, the name itself, I, I liked the name, but I liked the idea of kind of pretending like we were, you know, sitting in a tiki room and, you know, this is the tiki hut and we're all hanging out in this tiki hut and we can be the tiki birds. So we had like a persona, we had a personality. Um, it wasn't just three guys that are just talking. Like we could kind of make it like we were in the tiki hut. We were part of this, you know, part of that world. And I thought that was the thing that really stood out the most to me about the name and, and where we could go with that name. With the show finding its own identity, the world would hear Enchanted Tiki Talk for the first time. I remember I put a teaser together. I don't know how long it was, and I actually haven't listened to it in a long time. But I put a little teaser together, you know, from different sound, different sound clips. You know, it's just to announce that we were they were coming, and we had quite a few hits on it just as a teaser. So that was pretty impressive. And then, you know, we had gotten together for the first time to record, and we were just going to talk to each other for the first time and, and just get to, we know each other. And then I just, I think I just threw you guys under the bus and said, well, when we just record the first episode, since we don't know anything about each other, I guess it would be the perfect opportunity. Um, so I know that was a little difficult at first. Yeah, the first few like episodes were kind of rough, uh, for me, um, just because I can't stand to hear myself talk. So, to try and persevere um, through that. And plus, Sean did kind of just spring our first episode on us. Um, I know that I thought, oh, you know, we're just going to sit down and chat and just kind of like try and figure <laughs> this whole thing out. And then he goes, well, let's just record it. And this is our first episode. And I was like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> so with all shows it takes a while to find a rhythm and i know that you know this we tried like scripting shows and we tried like segments and stuff like that it took a few episodes for us to feel comfortable with each other and ourselves frankly i'll be honest and i'll say i'm not sure if if sean hadn't if sean hadn't just thrown it out there uh, that first episode, I don't know if I ever would have signed on because the first couple of episodes were, were a little, they were tough. They were, it was tough. We didn't really know each other. We didn't play off of each other very well. Um, internally, I struggled with, am I talking too much? Am I not talking enough? Now I don't care. If I'm talking too much. Deal with it. You know, I, I struggle with though. And I, and I think Sean and Keith did too as well. Some, you know, how do we, how do we make this, how do we make this a good tight knit unit? And, and if Sean hadn't just kind of, Hey, episode one's out, and, and now I'm in it. I mean, I, I can't undo the fact that it's already out there, and you know, two whole people listened to episode one or whatever it was, and yeah, you know, I couldn't undo that. So it's like, well, now I'm along for the ride because those first those first episodes were tough. Um, I, I listen back to them now, and, and I just I cringe. You know, we we sound rigid. Um, you know, we sound like we're reading from a script, and it sounds boring, and it just. I, you know, it was, it was tough getting the wheels rolling and getting the, getting the cart rolling downhill. I think the Halloween episode that we did really brought everybody out of their shell a bit as well, just because we did a, uh, um, you know, like an armchair imagineering idea for the studios uh, for Halloween and it just opened up everybody's personality. We can, we can play with each other more and, and joke around a little bit more up until that point. You know, everybody's a little uptight and you're not, not sure how the other, you're going to read the other person. And, you know, things at that point, it just started to change a little bit. On a memorable Sunday evening while recording episode seven, 
a knock on the Tiki Hut door would solidify the future for the Tiki Birds. Bill Farmer would be the first celebrity guest to grace the Tiki Hut. The Bill Farmer um, interview, actually, uh, it started out, I had contacted him to do basically just an email interview for, for Dole Whip Daily. Uh, my site, I never I heard back from him for quite some time, and I had just kind of written it off. And then like, I woke up one day, and I checked my phone, and, and there was this email back from him that said hey it's like i'm sorry i was on you know a disney cruise i was doing a show and this and that and i would be happy to do an interview well i'm from the time i sent the initial one until he had responded back as we had started in shanatiki talk so I thought, well, what better way to showcase him being this man who does, you know, a thousand voices than to actually hear him do them. So I took him, wrote him back, and I said, hey, would there be any chance that you could do this for us? And and he was so accommodating and nice, and interview uh, turned out amazing. The thing about interviewing Bill Farmer was it's, it's the first time I've interviewed a celebrity. So it was quite the experience just because, you know, I'm talking to somebody whose voice I've heard since I was a kid for the most part. You know, it's he's the voice of Goofy, but it goes beyond that. You know, he just, he's done so many other voices and he does characters that, you know, that he doesn't do, you know, it's just things that just voices he likes to do for people. And it just brought a smile to my face and it's like, wow, this is something I can really get into is talking to other people and learning and learning about their, their life story and the history of how they become who they are and that they bring so much joy to so many people in their lives. And it was just that thing there that I think really changed the, the aspect of the show. It put us on a, a course that it's something we wanted to, we didn't originally think about doing something like that, but we're just like, this is something we try to focus on like maybe once a month or something on those lines, but it's been so much fun. It's been a fantastic ride interviewing, you know, people like Bill. Yeah. I mean, that, I still remember just, I mean, I was a, I was like a little kid talking to him and just, he's doing all these amazing voices and you know, even voices that, that he isn't paid to do that. He just does because he can do them and you know, they're, he's just good and he's not good. He's great. He's fantastic. And it was just so much fun talking to him and listening to him do his art. I mean, that's what it is. It's art. He's, he's an artist and listening to him do his art was fantastic. And it really, I mean, that was the, even when I listened back to it and I still listen to us and go, man, we sound terrible, but that was such a great episode because Bill Farmer was so good and it it really changed the, the future of the show. I think ever since that fateful night, there has been a steady stream of celebrities and Disney legends to join the Tiki birds in the hut. There've been so many great, interviews that we've done and there's been so many stories that have come out of it that we've really enjoyed um you know from samantha brown you know i i've enjoyed talking to her um to you know stacy who's you know the girl on tv on the disney the the, the resort tvs on in, in walt disney world um you know a lot of people don't know is that we had two takes with with stacy the first one we had a, a technical problem with my machine and you know she graciously came back on a second time and she's such a a sweetheart to talk to you know it's just you you, 
it's amazing to think back with with some of the people that we've spoken to um from scotty morris and big bad voodoo daddy you know such a huge fan of their band and that was such a joy for me to interview him and talk about disney that's the thing it's like you know it's something that you love and you know getting to hear the thing that i really enjoy sometimes the most is is the tiki lightning round and is asking them you know their personal questions about disney and and what they love what gives them joy and the interview always changes is and and they it's almost like you know they're used to all these typical questions you know the same questions over and over again but once you get to the tiki lightning round it's like they relax a little bit and and they enjoy themselves and um i've had so much fun hearing people's favorite movies or their favorite memories of being in the park and you can relate to them on a different level just because of how much you love disney you can you can hear it in their voice, you know, getting to that part of the interview. It's just a blast. The interviews for me um, have always been a challenge, but extremely rewarding. There are like, tons of stories, and I could sit here for oh, 45 minutes to an hour and talk about each and every one. And it's just it's so much fun to research these people and to oh, like, find out about the stuff that's not oh, necessarily like, Disney-related. And sometimes that stuff is more interesting than the, the stuff that you know they have been asked a thousand times. It's fun for me to to be able um, on some small platform to uh, showcase them and honor them for contributions that they do to millions of fans' lives. I mean, it's amazing to think that we have spoken with people who have talked with Walt Disney uh, and worked with him. I think that some of the um, like funnier stories is is like with Stephen Stanton, how he actually uh, turned our own interview back on uh, Sean and I, which was really really fun, and it was just was a nice uh, like change of pace, and it was funny um, to uh, Margaret Carey, who like <laughs> like there was you know wildfires outside of her house and it's like they were coming around and knocking on doors and she was so you know <laughs> gracious and nice and stayed on and talked with us and there's just tons of stories like that um but it's amazing that that like as we have had the opportunity um it to speak with these people the interviews have been the thing that i never expected to come out of this uh i thought it would be me, Keith, John, chit-chatting, you know, have some have some of our friends on because, you know, if you run a podcast, why not have some of your friends on? That's, you know, that's what you do. You sit around, you talk Disney, and you hope somebody listens. But, and all of a sudden, you know, do you, the, I mean, our, our episode list is, it's almost, it's amazing the people we've had a chance to talk to, you know, Bill Farmer, Rolly Crump, Samantha Brown, Stacy, Mike Brussell, Dave Smith, Jim's. Uh, Catherine Tabor, Margaret Carey, Cal David, uh, Jim Brickman, Scotty Morris from Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, um, Yeehaw Bob, Adam Jacobs, Bob Gurr, Marty Sklar, Stephen Stanton, Tom Nabby. I think that's everybody. If I've forgotten someone, I apologize. Uh, you know, that's I mean, that's a lot of of people who are currently doing things for Disney. A lot of people who built that company and, and it's it's just been amazing to, to get to talk to those people and 
especially with some of the older guys, Rolly Crump and, and you know Marty and and Bob Gurr, all those guys that built the park. And you know we are we're like we're going to be historians one day. You know that 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 stuff's going to be there forever, and and it's really cool to to be a part of that. The Tiki Birds have always had a special connection with their listeners. Building the flock one at a time hasn't always been easy, but it has been fun. The best thing about doing the podcast is me- has been meeting people on Twitter um, and becoming friends with people from Twitter and Facebook. You know, like um, Sarah, who lives in Australia. You know, it was just crazy to think that you know we were talking to her, who's on the other side of the world. Um, for a show, it just fascinates me. You know, um, Jordan, who's been with us since day one, Ollie, who's been there, Scott, who used to be our number one fan. He was a big time stalker. Um, he, uh, you know, became great friends with him and, you know, with quite a few other people. Um, you know, Carmen, more of a recent listener, um, has been a great friend of the show. So it's been a fun ride and, I've enjoyed interacting with people and having people on the show. That's probably what I like the most is having people we've never met come on the show and talk to us and, and, and share their love with us. And it's, it's been really honestly, it's a rewarding experience. I think that the biggest award that a podcast can receive is being able to truly make friends from the show. I can say uh, for me, I mean, you know, I have made a ton of friends from his show, which I never thought would happen. We have such an amazing like, fan base and listenership, um, which has, you know, far exceeded all of our expectations to be able to call these people friends. And I know that if the show ever stops, that, that, like you know um, that those uh, friendships will always be there yeah I mean I said the celebrities were the most unexpected and and the coolest part of the show and that's true but the best part of the show has been our listeners and uh, the friends that that we've made and it's just amazing that that people not only do they choose to listen to us uh, every week and they enjoy it uh, but then they interact with us and you know, they, they want to meet us in person and, and you know, I've, I've really made friends with, with a lot of people and including Sean and Keith and it's been, it's been a heck of a ride. It's, it's been the best part of it. You know, and I loved when Lisa Green has been also such a great friend of the show and I love, loved it when she came on her show um, and she was just so excited to be coming on Enchanted Tiki Talk. You know, she told everybody in her family that she was coming on and she's been waiting for this for such a long time. You have no idea what that makes you, how that makes you feel inside. You feel so good and that people appreciate and enjoy listening to you and, and, and respect you enough or think of you enough to listen 30 to 40 minutes on their way to work. So that means the world to us. Some of them have even left the Tiki Hut to fly on their own. We were lucky enough to be guests on Tiki Talk and even got to sit in the host chairs for their April Fool's episode. And by the way, guys, it's time to replace those chairs. Yeah, we had an inspiration from all of our friends at Tiki Talk to go out and start our own show uh, with the help of Sean, Alan, and Keith. Um, 
we wanted to come out and, and kind of create something fun, but we wanted to do something without all the cheating that Sean does, since we know he's infamous for doing that on, on Enchanted Tiki Talk. So Matt and I got together um, and just kind of went with it and want to thank them for helping us get off the ground and, and always being there for suggestions and advice. Yeah, we've even been lucky enough to develop a pretty good friendship with all of them. Uh, Alan and I live fairly close, and we get together you know, often and go watch baseball games and have a couple beers. And Keith and Scott have hung out in some of the parks and shared a turkey leg. And Sean and Scott got this weird love-hate relationship that I, I, who knows what's going on. More, more hate than love. But for the two of us at Dixie Lanny's Radio, we uh, hope that we can stick around for another 100 episodes and one day get to the uh, mediocre podcast star level that these guys have achieved. It hasn't always been sunny skies for these tiki birds, however. Everything's not as smooth as it seems on the show. Uh, you know, we, we argue. We are brothers. Uh, I think the three of us are brothers. So we, we, we argue sometimes and... Um, you know, it's tough because we all have, we all have personal lives and, and we're trying to balance, you know, those, you know, Sean's got kids and a wife and Keith's got a wife and, and a tough job, obviously being a chef and, you know, I've got, I'm married and I've got two jobs and, and balancing all of that is hard enough. But then you throw in, you know, this, this extracurricular activity and, and you know, and it's tough to balance all that sometimes. So it's, you know, oh, we got to record. Are you serious? I, I, it's the last thing I have time to do right now. But you know, but you, you, you want to do it, and you want to, but it's it's just it's tough. And I think we I think we do a good job of, of putting that on the back burner when it's time to do the show. It's time to do the show. Uh, but but we're brothers. We we fight like brothers sometimes. I'm not going to deny that. We have grown as brothers. I mean, we do. We disagree. All of us are, you know, extremely opinionated and steadfast in what we we think. Which is partly why I think the show it works is that we don't always agree with each other. At the end of the day, we are a family. But um, yeah, there's been a few uh, rough patches with the Tiki Birds for sure. If you get along all the time, you're not. It's not going to bode well for you, or the, or really the listener, to everybody to agree to everything all the time. Everybody has got their own opinion. Everybody, everybody is strong in that opinion, and sometimes you don't want to ruffle the other's feathers. Um, but sometimes it does. It does happen, and it's 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 good for the show. And it's good for the individual as well, just so you have no animosity, or um, just so you have the you you know that you can tell these you know two other guys whatever you're feeling, you know because you are a family, you are close, and if you can't be honest with these two other people that you know so well after all these years, then who can you be honest with? So we've grown together. Um, we've had our ups and downs, and it'll continue to go for however many years, months we continue to do Enchanted Tiki Talk. And, um, you know, these two guys are, you know, some of my closest friends, and I, I wish we all lived closer together because we'd be hanging out every single Friday night, you know, Alan and I drinking the good beer and, and Keith drinking the cheap beer. So um, it works out. It does. And it's, it's good that we disagree. You know, we know that, we know that. It's okay to, to disagree and 
it's okay that we don't always agree on everything and it's okay to express those opinions that we know that we're you know we're still there for each other except for that whole south carolina barbecue thing that sean likes that's odd so what does the future hold for the tiki hut who knows where the future is going to go with this show it could end tomorrow it could end in in four years we're just not really sure we just want to continue to bring the best possible show we can for you guys we want to get the best interviews we possibly can we're going through a dry spell right now but you know, it happens and it does, it's not going to change what happens on the show. You know, we're going to do our best in the future and we want you, the listeners to come on the show. If you have any great topics, come on, bring it to us. And you know, you want to come on and talk about it, come on and talk about it. Otherwise we'll talk about it. You know, it's all about you guys. We're doing it not just for ourselves, but for you. Like who knows where, what the future holds for the show all of us had said from day one you know the day that stopped being fun that's our last day i don't foresee that happening anytime soon we try our best to like come up with new show topics and content and we try and bring you uh, the best show that three dudes who have full-time jobs um can bring you uh we hope that everybody you know um, continues to enjoy it and interact with us and stuff and tell their friends and family about the show and it does continue to you know um, to be fun enjoyable for us as well um, as our fans it's been a good ride and i don't know where it's going to go uh, none of us do but it's been fun and as long as it continues to be fun i'm sure we'll keep doing it um never would have thought i'd I never would have thought we'd have made it to a year, and we did. Never really would have thought we'd have made it to a hundred. And assuming we stay together for the next uh, week or so, this will be out, and we'll have hit a hundred. Um, and uh, you know, we'll just keep going until we don't want to go anymore. That that's really all there is to it. We'll just keep doing this until we don't want to do it anymore, or until you guys don't want us to do it anymore. Whichever one comes first. Hopefully it's the the first one. Hopefully it's us that decides to give it up and not you guys that decide to stop listening. Through it all, the Tiki Birds continue to fly in formation. It's anyone's guess what will happen in the next 100 episodes, but I am sure it will be filled with Dole Whips, Churros, and Cheerwine. I'm David Benter for Enchanted Tiki Talk. Thanks for listening. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 101 for the week of September 27th, 2015. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week on the show, we're going to spend some time talking about things that you can do at a resort for a week without actually going into the parks. 